guys, it's Loxley and Evie, and welcome to our second episode of Disbelief. This episode will be centered around the paranormal. (laughs) So we hope you guys enjoy it. Evie has a ghost story and I have a ghost story and then we're just going to share our opinions on the supernatural of the other worlds. Yes, we are. So my ghost story is about a ghost I encountered in my house. So a little background for you guys. I live in Carroll County, Maryland, and it's very rural. And my house is super old. It was built in the 1800s. Like, it was originally a log cabin. Obviously, it's been built up into, like, more of a modern-day house, but it's still super old. And inside, you can still see the original walls and, like, logs of the original log cabin. And it, who lived in that house, like, my house, owned all the property of the now surrounding neighborhoods so like my dad has like old maps you can see that all i think it's like the surrounding i want to say 20 to 30 houses dang yeah how many acres would that be i have no idea because my yard is about four or five acres and it's the same if not more for all my neighbors because, like, I live in, like, I have I have a little farm, I have horses, some of my neighbors have horses, so, like, they're larger properties. It's a big, spaced-out neighborhood. And my house used to own all of it way, way, way back in the day before the property was sold off yeah. and broken. I mean, so that's, like, like a, over 100 acres. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how big an acre is. I just know how big my yard is. <laughs> so I really can't say. But that's just, like, setting the tone, like, because I kind of think this ghost dates back to that. Oh, okay. You know, like, you'll see. Um, Because otherwise, I don't know who would, like, why a, a spirit or ghost, someone would get so attached to, like, yeah. the house. It has to be one of the originals. Yeah, because I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone long-term lived in it before, like, my parents moved in. Oh. So, it was five, six, seven years ago. So, I was going from middle school to high school. And my room in, like, the actual main part of the house had been, like, super small. It was hard to have friends over. But a cool thing about, like, what they did when they built up my house, like, off of the log cabin, is that they put a whole full apartment above the garage. So you walk into, there's the first door of the house. You go to the right, and there's, like, where my family lived. Like, it's just a normal house. But if you go up the steps after that first door and then to the left, over over top of the garage, it's a whole separate apartment. Two rooms, a bathroom, small kitchenette. It was oh, great. Wow. We it was only ever used as storage, only ever used as storage. So naturally, when I was like, oh, I want a bigger room. I want to like, I'm going to high school. I'm gonna have friends over. I'm gonna have boys over. I'm like, I need more privacy than my teeny tiny room in the main part of the house. So I made a deal with my parents that if I cleaned it out and got it like ready to live in, then I could live in it. So I had to do it myself. So me and my best friend, three whole days, nonstop work, took everything out of it, painted it, dusted it three whole days. It looked amazing. So I'm super excited. Get all my furniture up there, get my bed up there. And I also bring my cat Marigold up there. Because since it's a totally separate part of the house, our dogs and cats can't, like, willy-nilly go back up to my room, back down to the main part of the house with everyone else, things like that. 
So I brought my cat Marigold up because like I wasn't gonna be there alone, like no. So first night in my new apartment that's still attached to my house, because <laughs> I'm like what, 14, 15? Oh, like um 13 or 14. Yeah. <laughs> I got my cat, I'm in bed, I'm like, first night in my new room, I go to sleep. Or, like it was something like 4.02, 4.03 in the morning, my cat starts screaming. I don't know if you guys have ever heard a cat scream. Like, have you ever heard a cat scream? Yeah, it is awful. Chilling. Not like a, not like a meow, meow, like not a, not an agitated meow. Like my cat starts screaming. And it's not like an in pain scream either. It's like it's different. It's yeah. like it's, it's like, terrifying. It's I don't know. So and she's running back and forth, running back and forth the length of the bedroom, like sprinting. So I'm like. I wake up like freaking out like I'm like what the fuck Marigold like one I'm trying to sleep two what are you doing and but I didn't think anything weird but I'm like you know she's never seen this part of the house before there's probably mice that used to be here tons of smells she's something probably a smell probably freaked her out yeah she's not used to it so I do what any person would do and I lock her in the bathroom for the night I do feel really bad about it but I could not get her to calm down like I couldn't I tried getting her in bed with me I couldn't, so I'm like, she had a litter box. I made sure she had water and food. She was fine. Um, she stayed in the bathroom till morning. The next night, at the same time, around four, she starts screaming and pacing again. And That's at freaky. this point, I'm a little freaked because during the day she had been fine. Every hours before four in the morning, she had been fine. So now I'm like, kind of like okay something's up yeah so I'm just kind of like aware of it the next night when I go to bed I'm aware of it and guess what happens oh no around four she starts screaming and pacing again but this time oh my god I don't know if I told you this part when I first told you the story but when I woke up the third night to her like howling and running around the floor I saw, like, a figure at the end of my oh, bed. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying this. Yeah, like, a figure. I could tell it was a woman, and I saw a long braid. That's all I know. I couldn't tell any facial features. She's wearing some sort of, like, loose-fitting clothing, like, a braid. That's all I saw. Scream my head off. Sprint down the steps into the main part of the house, up the steps, wake my mom up. I'm like, Marigold's going crazy. There's a ghost, there's a ghost, there's a ghost, because... Before this, I hadn't, I'd always wanted to believe in ghosts, but like with me, it's like, if I don't experience, I don't believe it. Like I have to see it to believe it. Yeah. I'm the same way where it's like, if I, if I haven't had the experience, it's hard to believe. Yeah. You can't prove it's true then. Exactly. Like I had always wanted to believe in ghosts. This is, this thing that happened to me is why I believe in ghosts. And now I tell people, I'm like, just wait, (laughs) just wait till you experience it. It's insane. So I I run to my mom. I'm freaking out. I'm like, there's there's someone there. And she's like, okay. So my mom's very spiritual, which is why I'm very spiritual. But this was before I really got into it. Because yeah. I didn't – I wanted to believe, but I didn't. Now I do. And she was like, okay, we just have to stage it. You have to start at one corner, go to every corner of the room, meet back in that corner. And while you're doing this, just kind of think like, please leave, like move on, try to 
you know, like, kind of, like, not push it, but just ask it to leave. Yeah, not, like, please, not, like, get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, not get the hell, but she was, like, as you're staging, just kind of give off the energy. She's, like, you know, this is your space now. Kind of, like, politely ask it to leave, yeah. like you're supposed to do. So I get the sage and <clears throat> start at one corner, go around, and I come back to the corner again. But the thing that, like, 100% like made me believe like okay yeah actually this was a ghost like actually this happened so the corner I started at was right next to my closet and it was those old I don't know if it's older but like the double door closets they like oh, oh yeah I mean a lot of a lot yeah of like that I don't now. know why I said old <laughs> it's but house. double door closet you open it up and there's like that rod that you hang stuff on yeah you know that's there. pinned to the wall <laughs> at least mine was had like the screw things you like screw it yeah where you can't wall. like take it off yeah it's not the kind you just like take out and yeah because like it holds a lot of clothes it was a big closet so i start in that corner by my closet so naturally i go around the room i end in that corner by my closet as soon man it still freaks me out just talking as soon as i hit that corner by my closet everything in my closet collapses that is the, the freakiest thing the bar collapses and the shelving collapses and it's not just like like i said like everything's screwed in like i have piles and piles of shit on these shelves they're strong shelves yeah. they're not just like command stripped hooked in like yeah you know like if it was gonna fall they would have fallen when you put all of your shit in exactly and haven't had any trouble with it everything collapses i still have the like broken shelf and the rod like in my room i won't get rid of it but like collapses scream my head off, run down to my mom. I'm like, mom, like something happened. Like what do I do? She goes, did you like finish it? Did you close the room with the sage? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, maybe it was leave. Maybe that was it leaving the energy of it releasing from the spot. And I was like, okay, cool. But I was also thinking, what if that was it saying, no, I'm mad. Like you tried to get rid of me. Yeah. Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Oh my God. I <laughs> like, shit myself. <laughs> that was because like I had seen the ghost. You know, it's late at night. I just woken up. My cat's screaming. I don't know if I wanted to see something, but then that happened. I No, I really think I saw something. Yeah. I don't think it was me being tired or groggy. Like I'm 98% sure I saw something. Is it, what, what did you see? Was it like a white figure thing or really was it like- white? It was kind of like... Like a silhouette? Kind of like a white see-through silhouette. I'm trying to think, like... Like when you think of a ghost? It's like that white see-through? Not really. I don't know how to explain it. Like... Oh, you know how the ghosts in Harry Potter look like? Yeah. Like nearly headless Nick? Yeah. Kind of like that. Okay, just less detail. Much less detail. Much less detail. And it was like fuzzy. Like it oh, was so fuzzy. Like almost like foggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. no hard edges. And yeah. Stuff. All right, got it. Um, yeah, so that night I still have Marigold. You know, I had saged. My closet is a mess now. <laughs> slept through the night. I slept through the night. Marigold slept through the night, no howling, no running, no no disturbances at 4 a.m. from my cat. And I, I told my mom, and she was like, yeah, okay, you asked it to leave. I don't think I'd be able to sleep in that room again. Well, I don't know. I'd be terrified. I, I was talking to my brother about this just the other day, because we always talk about it when we talk about our house. And I was like, looking back on I know when you look back on things, like, you can remember things different or how you want yeah. but... I, I was like, I don't think I was afraid of the ghost. I don't think I got scary. I think I was afraid 
the fact that a ghost was there. Mm, like, I wasn't yeah. scared of the ghost. I was just scared that there was a ghost. Yeah, because you knew it wasn't going to, like, do harm or anything. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it wasn't, I guess it was just creepily watching me sleep. I don't know. She was probably like, hmm. But my theory is, since the apartment and the garage are add-ons to the house, like, when you walk into the actual house part, like, where my family lives in the kitchen, living room, dining room is, you can see, like I said before, the old logs of the original cabin. So, like, that part of the house is where whoever owned it before lived. So, my theory is that when people moved, because like I said, the apartment had just been used for storage. Yeah. My theory is that when people moved into the main house part, the ghost moved to the apartment to stay out of the way. Yeah, where it wouldn't be disturbed. It wouldn't be disturbed, but it's still by her, it's still technically in the house, but it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't think, I think it was a she. It could have been a dude with a long braid, totally. Yeah. Because I don't know. But at that time, that wasn't really... Yeah, I guess it was a woman. Yeah, because I don't think guys had... Unless it was, like, one of those short little braids that they had. Yeah, no, it was a long braid. But it's just... Yeah, and that's why I believe in ghosts now. And it's just, like, insane. Like, I really... I kind of want to dig up more about my house. What you should do is try to find... I mean, you'll probably be able to find a paper trail. (laughs) Try to find pictures of the original owners. They have to be somewhere. No, 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 no. I think that would freak me out too much. I should do that, though. Because if there's any pictures of a woman with a long braid... I will lose my shit. Or even just long hair in general. And the thing is, the more I think about it, like I said, this was like... Because this is the thing that initiated me into, like, okay, this is real. And then I started, like, acting more on, like, my spirituality and things like that. Go some more open to everything like that. So back then I didn't like now I think I really like if it was one of the original owners, I really just kicked her out of her home. I feel But she didn't have to leave. I feel bad about it. But she obviously was polite. Because yeah. like if it matches my theory that she moved up into the apartment because we were living in the main house, she was like, okay, I'm just kinda like yeah. I wanna stick around, but I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna haunt you guys. Yeah. I mean she might still be on the property. I know. Just... What if she just didn't like make herself visible or something yeah i mean she could still be there just not making herself present not freaking out any cats yeah or something or Or maybe 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 your cat and her are on a good terms now maybe she told my cat to stop freaking the fuck out and let me sleep maybe they have like a mutual agreement that you don't know about (laughs) yeah and another thing is my cat the same cat marigold was best friends with my first ever dog satin satin died when i was like seven or eight but best dog ever she was like a lab rottweiler something mix from from the like not from the pound but from some shelter yeah like my mom snagged her because she was an older dog when we got her oh we didn't have her very long because she was very yeah not very old but older when we got her and my mom snagged her when she was, like, about to get put down. So, oh, no, we'll take her. Yeah. She showed up with my dad with a dog. <laughs> um, so, best, best dog ever. And her and Marigold, my cat, were best team. Especially Aww. mice catching team. Oh, that's best so cute. team. And sometimes, I swear, Marigold sees satin. Oh, yeah, I bet. House. And what's weird is that sometimes I'll just all of a sudden think of satin when I'm at my house out of nowhere. I could 
like my dogs could be not in my sight, nothing on TV, nothing on my phone. It was totally random. Totally random. I think of my old dog Satin. And then like literally at the same instant, I see like, you know how cats just all of a sudden decide to freak out? Yeah. It scares the shit out of you. <laughs> Marigold does that and just stares into nothing in the dining room or in the living room or in the kitchen. She's staring at nothing. And I'm like, is Satin here? Like, is that her? Like, yeah. she, like she was the best dog ever. Uh, Edgar. <laughs> ever ever it's because i'm getting choked off oh. um best dog ever she would most protective dog like when we were younger say like you were a stranger satin didn't know you yet and i was a little kid always in between me and a stranger until wow. she knew your scent oh my parents will confirm this always in between me and my little brother little brother older brother older brother <laughs> always that's impressive too for an older dog that you didn't grow up with you i know and her she was such a mama dog her growl was scary because she had that like yeah, i don't know I if bet. it was the the rottweiler in her yeah scary. she's probably been through a lot too yeah i we know nothing about her past yeah we don't know why she was giving up but she she was she's probably thankful for you guys and was like this is my family and i'm gonna protect them best dog ever best hands down Aww. best dog ever so yeah it's just like that's crazy. Crazy. I know. Yeah. And now, like, something that bothers me is that I know people get put down or looked down upon for believing in ghosts. And that really bothers me, especially because I went from that transition to I don't really believe. I always wanted to, but, like, I don't really because I have to see it to believe yeah. it. To, like, guys, it's real. Like, I promise you just haven't experienced it yet. But, like, I don't know. I kind of... It just bothered me that some people are like, oh, you believe in ghosts? Like, I think yeah. it's a bad thing. I know, but it's I like, mean, like, it's the same as people would believe in anything else. I mean, like, you don't, religion, like, like, yeah. Believe in God. Like, you don't hear people go, oh, you believe in God. It's all about faith and yeah, things like that. It's like, you... if you believe it, I just grabbed my necklace <laughs> with my cross and pentacle on it. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, it's all about faith. And yes. Instantly, my hand goes to my little protection symbols. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I remember Loxy, the first time Loxy told me the story, we were driving to Maryland um, to go look at horses. <laughs> um, and she was like, it's always hard because people don't understand if they don't have, like, an experience. And I was telling her, like, I have, like, you guys will hear, like, my ghost story too, but, like, it's debatable if it is a ghost story or not because it's just what I, like... I know! It's hard to say because, like, there was no visuals for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I've, I haven't had that experience where I've, like, seen something or have felt the presence of something, which I would love to happen. Yeah. I would really love to have that experience just so I can, like, understand it. Because, again, like, with me, if I don't... If it personally doesn't happen to me, it's hard for me to believe it. Yeah, just, like... And... I think it's, with me, it's kind of the same with, like, God and stuff. Like, I wear a cross around my neck with my pentacle, but it's, like, I believe in God, but I also don't, because I haven't, like, had any of, like, I hear people who talk about those, like, epiphany moment, moments they have when they really connect with mm -hmm. God. I haven't had one of those. I've tried. Yeah. I haven't had one of those, and I've really tried, but. It also can't be something forced. Exactly. But, like, I still think, if not god something There's something so that's why like i have faith in the cross i wear just yeah like, i have faith in the pentacle it's wear. like what's that what's it called there's the the, the theory it's the cat in the box oh the schrodinger's the box sh i always yes yeah 
because that's literally I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to get I didn't want to say it wrong. <laughs> but that's literally what I compare my belief to like God. Schrodinger's cat box thing. The cat in the box. If where they, it's like if there's a cat in the box, how do you know if it's dead or alive if you haven't seen it? It's it's like, but you have to assume it's both. Both, because you don't know. So that is so like my what I normally say is if there's a God, then I believe in him. Yeah. If there's not, then I don't. Yeah. But how do I know? Yeah. I haven't had one of those, like... I think that's, like, how I am, too, because, for like... Like, I grew up going to church, but I also never had, it like, that strong connection. Like, I'm not... I don't say myself now as religious. Yeah. Um, Like, I still wear my cross every once in a while, like, special occasions, stuff like yeah. that. And I think I'm very similar to you when you say, like, if... If I have the experience, then yes, I believe you. But if I don't and I don't have a reason to, like, I'm, I I don't. It's the same with, like, me with, like, parallel universes and, like, oh, all yeah, that that's stuff. A that's other, a whole other episode, that's a whole guys. Other episode. But, like, if it's, if it can be proven, then I believe. Yeah. But I, even with the spiritual stuff that's hard, it's, like, when you listen to other people say that it's happened to them, it's hard to be, like, oh, well, yeah, if it's happened to you, I believe it. But in, in like with these cases, it's not because it's also because a lot of things, like a lot of paranormal instances that people talk about, do end up having a scientific or crazy coincidental mm-hmm. reason behind it. I'm definitely not doubting that. Like there are some instances, yeah. even that people have told me that I'm like that doesn't. I think that was just a coincidence. And you could say that for anything. Yeah. Like, you could even I mean, say everyone's going to have their argument. Everyone's going to have their argument. But it's just like... Yeah, it's like how people will have the argument against yours. They'll be like, oh, well, maybe the, the house was settling and that just fell. fell. The thing fell, yeah. It was unstable. Or maybe like... you were just groggy when you woke up and imagined yeah. a woman. I mean, there's always going to be those people who are like, no, that yeah. didn't happen. But I just, like, I have a friend who is, like, at a job interview for like it was a pretty serious job it wasn't just like like I, i'm not demeaning like a waitress or anything but it wasn't yeah. like a waitress like i think it was some sort of office job okay and they i don't know how the topic came up but it got to the point where it was less like questioning they were just talking with the interview and the interview asked like oh do you believe in ghosts and they were like no and the interviewer was like that's the right answer like so oh, why? Yeah. If, you wouldn't say that if they said they believed in god and that's not a question you should be asking in an interview. exactly that's not something you should be and why does it matter especially if it wasn't if it was an office job yeah like and like what do your beliefs have to do with your ability to work yeah like i want to be a firefighter the fact that i believe in ghosts in no way affects my ability to <laughs> yeah. be a firefighter <laughs> like in no way at all yeah that's not something that like makes you bad at your job exactly i don't know but that just bothered me because like with any other like you wouldn't say that about them believing in like any religious yeah higher power or anything anything yeah I'm so like it just like irks me and so like you know because we're gonna do it this summer i love and i know you love exploring abandoned oh places. yes we can do a whole series on that too I this know. summer we can like do a, a review of the places Mar- we go oh God, maryland full of them and I was in one, um, you know, this, it's the first type of place everyone wants to go when they first start getting to going to abandoned places and abandoned like mental hospital asylum. I still haven't been and I Rosewood cannot wait to go. in Maryland, if, I, if any Marylanders are listening, Rosewood, horrible shit happened. There are literally books about it. You can find them at like Barnes Noble yeah. about Rosewood in Maryland. Horrible shit happened there. I've been there twice. There's just something 
you feel it. Remember in the last episode we were talking mm-hmm. about gut feelings? Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. I mean, those places did such horrible, horrible things to and people. And some of those people, I swear, they're still there. And yeah. I mean, hundreds of people died there. I don't know if it's because they can't let go. Or they can't leave. They can't leave. Something's holding them back. But I always tell my friends because I never go alone. I never go to a abandoned place alone. Never take something from it. Because there, oh, no, there's yeah. tons of cool stuff that I honestly would like to have. Be like, wow, this is so cool. This is probably like a piece of history from this place. Yeah. It's such a staple that happened here. I will not let myself. No. I do not want to bring anything back with me. Yeah, because you don't know what's attached to that. Because yeah. you can be taking more than just that object with you. Exactly. Definitely. Like, you don't know. And especially what... places like that, those spirits that are left there and still yeah. there are traumatized. I mean, they went through Trauma. hell and back. I know. It always makes me think of that Supernatural episode. Do you watch Supernatural? Yeah. Well, basically, do you remember the one? I don't know if it was in, like, a mental hospital, because I know there was an episode about it, but basically. There was a couple, I think. Yeah. It was, like, the one where it was not, like, their actual soul that was there it was just like the pain filled part of them like it wasn't the actual oh. ghost of the person it was just like a ghost created by like all the pain that person so they're all just angry oh, wow. and trying to kill do you remember i, I think be, i remember that. i might be mixing a couple episodes together but it's just like that's crazy yeah it's like all the bad parts were left behind yeah so that's why like i don't know yeah i did like a whole series i did photography in high school and i didn't one of my projects, I did a whole series on abandoned buildings, and I'd love to do that again. Don't even get me started on photography. Man, two... Okay, I will dig them up on my phone, and I don't know, like... I wish I could say, like, we had an Instagram that I could post them to so people could see me. Maybe, maybe one day we'll maybe, get there. <laughs> hopefully one day. But, like, I have two things on my phone. One, a, ba- a video in an abandoned mansion. I take videos of everything. I have a whole album um, on it. It was late at night. I don't know. I normally go during the day. I don't know why we went late at night. <laughs> yeah, that's a red flag. Abandoned mansion. Me and my friend group. We ended up bolting. I've never ran so fucking fast in my life from that mansion because we on, we were on like the second floor. We heard something like break. Oh, oh. that could have been anything. But when we first entered, we made a ton of noise. We normally do that because one. Homeless people love abandoned places. Yeah. And the reason we make a ton of noise is to let them know. Yeah. So they can either leave or most of the time they'll ask you to they'll be like, get out of mine. Yeah. You know, it's their I get it. It's fine. Um so it wasn't a person because we on the first floor we'd make a fuck ton of noise. Like if there was a person, even if they were sleeping, they would have woken up. Yeah. So that shatter could have been a mouse, could have been anything, but it was like a shatter. Yeah. Like either like a hard shatter. So we bolted out, but as I say, I videoed everything. So I was like videoing with the flash on and there was one hallway that I was walking down. You can see, I don't want to say uggos because I don't know if that's, but yeah. like the, not a shadow. I want to say kind of like an orbish type thing oh, okay. through the hallway, like at the end and fuck that. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the hand motions Lexi's making right now. <laughs> It's very entertaining. <laughs> no. Insane. Alright, so this next story of mine is about my friend Jeffrey. And Jeffrey isn't a person. <laughs> Jeffrey is the ghost that I have brought into my house from a Ouija board 
that my dad bought me at a garage sale. Yes, I have informed Evie that Ouija boards are the biggest no-no that anyone can do in their entire lives. I'm very spiritual. And um, I've scolded Evie many, many times on the use of Ouija boards, and she no longer uses them. I'm now more educated on the situation. Yes. Um, I was young and dumb. This was like three years ago as well. Mm -hmm. um, so Jeffrey came into my life about three years ago, and I can't really say anything bad about him. He's been pretty good. Um, he lives in the lights in my room. Um, oh, in case... You guys are confused because it hasn't been outright said. He's a ghost. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey is a ghost yeah. or spirit or of Entity, some other nature. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Just energy. Not human. Um, so Jeffrey started living in my lights. We checked the circuits because my dad was concerned. No one believed me. No one ever believes. <laughs> no. Um, my lights would flicker randomly. When I turned them off, they would stay on. There was days where I'd go in my room and turn my lights on and they never turned on, but all the other lights worked, the outlets worked, like yeah, everything in the house crazy. was on and there was just no power to my room. We checked all of the circuit boards, nothing was loose. We've changed my light bulbs like 10 times, nothing. Like there was nothing to explain it. Um, and this went on for like, a good amount of time and it still it still happens but not as much and I think that's because I'm not home anymore like now yeah. I live at school so I don't know if Jeffrey follows me or if he stays put we haven't figured that out yet um I do believe though he was in my sister's phone for a while perfectly oh. brand new phone nothing wrong with it all of a sudden it just kept glitching um like the calculator would open. It was starting to type numbers. It typed 666 a whole yeah. bunch of times. Did you take it into the store? And they were like, we can't find anything wrong with it. Yeah, they took it to the store. And it, while we were there, we were, like, my dad was joking around. And they're like, he's like, yeah, my daughter thinks that there's a ghost in it. And the second he said that, the calculator opened and started typing random numbers. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey was not happy with the comment my dad made. That's crazy how, like, literally, and, like, the, the people at the Apple, like, what's it called, the Genius Bar stuff, yeah. like, they normally know, like, they deal with this stuff all the time, so if a phone is glitching, they normally know why. Yeah, they plugged it into, like, the thing, like, you, I don't know what that thing is, but they, like, plug it into Isn't something. Like a scanner type thing or whatever? It's yeah, like, and then it, like, scans, like, the motherboard of the phone or whatever, yeah. and, like, the, and all that stuff. So weird. Um... But yeah, there was just some weird things that I couldn't explain with my room, like without, and then like I would, when the lights wouldn't go on, like no one else was able to do that in my room where like when I would turn the lights on and no lights turned on, like it only happened, it only happened it. to me. Mm -hmm. And since I've been in college, my sister has moved into my room and there's been no activity. And right when I moved out, he was in the hallway lights. So once I left, he left that room. So we don't know if he's in the dorms with me now or if he's in my new bedroom. If he just moved on to or if he's freak just out moved another. On. Um, so it's it's been a while. Yeah. You're so lucky that all the Ouija board gave you was Jeffrey. Like yeah. you don't know what you could have ended the fact up with. That I just it, it wasn't even like a brand new Ouija board that I got. It was a Ouija board from a previous family. That makes it worse. Yeah. So like I don't because I have no idea how that other family left. I don't know if they left on good terms with 
whatever they did with the Ouija board. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty old. Like, the box was pretty beat up. Like, it has seen the better days. Absolutely not. Um, and right now, that Ouija board is still in my room. And, I tried telling her. And our one big thing is that we're moving. My family's moving in August. And I have been planning to dispose of the Ouija board the proper Properly. way. Um, which is burying it and never looking back. So I'm planning to bury it the week before we move. So I know I'll never be in that woods again. I will never be able to see it. No one in my family will ever know I it's would there. just burn it. That's not the way you do it, though. You have know, to but bury I feel it. Like burning it? What if you, like, I don't know. I feel like burning is more permanent. And it's also it can also be, like, cleansing. If I you guess do it, it that, you can, like, burn it and cleanse it. So it's, like, if you bury it, it's just, like, in the ground. Maybe what if someone do, finds it? Like, Jumanji. What if 50 years from now, someone digs up that Ouija board and just wrecks havoc because you left it in the ground? Jeffrey just becomes bad. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> I guess I have to Jeffrey do... the sequel. <laughs> Jeffrey part two. Villain origin story <laughs> buried in the ground by owner. But Jeffrey I... could have moved on from that Ouija board. Yeah, you know, it's, so... it's been a minute. I've oh, heard from board? Jeffrey. A Ouija board is just like a door. And when you start using it, you open that door to your house and yeah. anything, anything can come in. Oh, last week no not even a couple days ago my sister and her friend sent me a video of them playing with the ouija board that's when you throw the like, sister away three days ago that's when you throw your sister away and that's it and they sent me a picture and i was like have fun with jeffrey because jeffrey uh, is like, probably not gonna be jeffrey that was probably a very lucky little yeah. spirit ghost entity because i never said goodbye to jeffrey oh so I guess yeah. I'm going to have to do a lot more research on how to dispose of the Ouija board correctly and what I have to do and if I need to use the Ouija board again to say goodbye to Jeffrey. No, no, sure. no, no, no. You can't use the Ouija because Because he might not be attached to it anymore. Like, true, if you true. use it again, you open up that door to anything that wants to come in. True, true. But we don't know what my sister has brought in now. Well, good thing you're selling the house <laughs> and not bringing the, the Ouija board. We can sage it. It's yeah, okay. we might have to do a saging before we move, you know. We can sage it positive energy to all the yeah the new homeowner <laughs> don't tell them yeah no that that's... i guess no wait i guess find out i know i would say don't tell them because i know you want to sell your house if they don't believe in ghosts it doesn't matter you don't have to tell them but like if you they're believers i would want to know after they sign the lease <laughs> oh my god um, so that's my ghost story, and I guess if Jeffrey pops up anywhere in the near future, it'll be in other podcasts. Yeah. So stay tuned. One. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for listening to our stories. We can't wait to hear yours. Uh, please submit us your stories. Our podcast email is disbeliefel at gmail.com. Disbeliefel at gmail.com. And we'll link those in the show notes again. We would love to hear your stories or even just your opinions on ghosts, spirits, anything paranormal. We'd love to hear different perspectives about it. Yeah, or even just comments about our stories. Yeah. Any of it. Just Definitely type away. Send it over. <laughs> Yes, please send them over, and thank you guys for listening. This was disbelief.